0: It is a busy, busy, busy weekend for the Hoosiers across all fronts from basketball on Friday, football on Saturday, soccer on Sunday, each game of varying degrees of importance, but the Hoosiers also have a chance to bring home some hardware, some silverware over this weekend. We're going to get you prepared for all three games with a jam-packed episode today. You are locked on Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Friday, November 12th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU athletics, news, analysis, and uh, all-around fun time we like to have here. As I said, absolutely jam-packed weekend. I... Packed week in total for the Hoosiers, and a big shout out to you guys because this is uh, likely going to be the biggest week in the podcast history. So you guys cannot thank you enough. We're going to send you out in style, give you plenty to look forward to for this weekend. No reason to not, no reason not to catch the Hoosiers somehow this week or uh, this weekend because it is going to be a fun one. Before we do that though. I want to thank you for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen, as you have done all week. Remember, Locked On Hoosiers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. Today, we are brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving community since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thanks to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. I'm loving how much action we have for the Hoosiers this weekend. Before we jump into that, make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening to Locked On Hoosiers. Follow us on Twitter at L O underscore Hoosiers. Follow us on Instagram at Locked On Hoosiers. Let's get into it. We're going to do it in chronological order from when the games are going to be this weekend. Starting tonight, Friday, IU basketball in action for their second game of the season. Indiana will host Northern Illinois, 7 o'clock. This is going to be the only game that will not be uh, nationally televised. Uh, the Hoosiers will be on BTM+. Plus. It'll be in Assembly Hall if you're around Bloomington have tickets. Typically, those games are eventually uh, kind of rerun on Big Ten Network, usually a day or two later. So sometime this weekend, you might want to keep an eye out, see if this game is on TV anywhere, but it will not be uh on national TV, I should say, live this week. If you have BTM Plus, you can rub it into all your friends' faces and watch the game just fine. But this is the fifth meeting all time between the two schools. Not a school the Hoosiers typically face. Interestingly, the last time they did play was 1972, when the fifth-ranked Hoosiers lost to Northern Illinois 85 to 71. The game before that, 1971, the year prior, Indiana won 113 to 112 in 1971. I'd love to see the box scores on that. Uh, But they've won the other three meetings uh, since or before that upset victory by Northern Illinois. So uh, Northern Illinois, speaking of upsets, comes into this one 1 0. They beat Washington in their first game. Uh, It was a Washington team ranked 130th in Ken Palm. Northern Illinois was uh, 326. So near the bottom, they go to Washington, come away with a 71-64 victory. Uh, Trendon Hankerson had 28 points. Anthony Crump had 11. It was a relatively up-tempo game for the Huskies. Uh, Another team under a first-year head coach. Rashawn Burno has taken over uh, Northern Illinois. That game, as I said, relatively up tempo, uh, but maybe not quite as much as that Eastern Illinois game was, or or Eastern Michigan, I should say, game was, as they really wanted to kind of push the pace. And that's how they part of the reason they got back into the game was to to get moving fast and, and get some easy buckets. So will be another relatively fast game. I use thirty eighth in Ken Palm, Northern Illinois moved up to three hundred and thirteenth after that win, uh, and still they are not as high as Eastern Michigan is or was. Eastern Michigan was two hundred and eighty third. I think for the most part that Eastern Michigan game the Hoosiers controlled until that slow spurt. So um, a lot of talk since that game about what the Hoosiers need to improve on. For me, the biggest thing I'm going to be watching is the three-point shooting. Uh, I saw a lot of things that were, I guess, reassuring in the first game. The defense, the offense is more free-flowing. They created the open looks. You want to see the Hoosiers start knocking them down, uh, whether it's um, Miller Cop, whether it's Tamar Bates. Phenasy took a handful. Xavier Johnson and his unique re- <laughs> shooting release uh Galloway was out there a bit maybe Trace steps back Race Thompson might have led the team in three-pointers there's a lot of guys that could knock down three-pointers and uh kind of turn the tide a bit so that is going to be the biggest thing I'm watching was Tuesday's game a blip as Mike Woodson seems to think it was in that the team makes the open shots in practice they just didn't make them on Tuesday or was that just more the norm which we have a much larger sample size of from last season that this team struggles to hit three pointers. So we'll get a better sense. Still won't be kind of certain about that until we get more of a sample size, but we'll get a better sense about what type of Hoosiers team this will be on the offensive end. So excited to see how IU handles its second game. It'll be its last tune up before uh, the Gavit games when it, Takes on St. John's, a top 50 team, uh, according to Ken Palm. So hopefully they have a little bit stronger showing, especially in that second half, to give everybody some optimism going into that game. On Saturday, IU football will return. Uh, it feels a little, I don't want to say deflating, but uh, I'm not sure what the word is. It's just not the excitement there now that now the bowl game is entirely out of the question. But that could take some of the burden off the shoulders of the Hoosiers. Might be a little bit more of an enjoyable game to watch. We're going to preview that game against Rutger. But we have to talk about our sponsor of today's show, McDonald's. This episode was or is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving community since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and families can come to reconnect place where classmates can meet up for a study group knowing that they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of French fries and McFlurries so long as the ice cream machine works. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates and competitors, home team or away team, can all come to recharge. And the biggest one, it is a place on a long road trip you can uh, look forward to stopping to when you see those big golden arches to rest your legs, recharge. Or it's a fourth meal option, as I most commonly use it as. Head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. I want to thank you guys again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Again, you made this an awesome week. has me excited for the basketball season as we start hitting uh, full stride in that one. We're still going to talk about the football and soccer games, and when we're done with that, make sure your second listen is locked on Raptors. I watched the fourth quarter of the Raptors-Sixers game to see O.G. Ananobi. He's an absolute monster this season. Uh, Had a couple big shots down the stretch, a couple big defensive plays, got a steal and a breakaway dunk at one point. Go over there, listen to those guys um, talk about O.G., Talk about the big season he's having. He's going to be a contender for most improved player this year, which would love to see a Hoosier get some uh, hardware like that. Indiana will host Rutgers on the gridiron on Saturday. It'll be a noon kickoff in Memorial Stadium. This one will be on Big Ten Network. Uh, Rutgers has been an interesting opponent for the Hoosiers. Uh, the, all time, Indiana is 5-2. and two. Uh, they lost the first two games, the, one of those in excruciating fashion with the comeback, uh, but fortunately they've won the last five since. One of those being a game in which Rutgers had exactly one passing yard, one of my favorite IU games, probably period, the fact that you can hold a team to a singular passing yard is remarkable. Last season, uh, the Hoosiers won 37-21. You probably will remember that game for the near miracle play Rutgers almost pulled off with like a dozen laterals on a play that eventually ended up in the end zone, but was uh, ruled. There was a penalty on the play. I can't remember exactly what the penalty was. I think it might have been a block in the back. Whatever it was, it called the uh, lateral play back. And the Hoosiers survived a bit of a scare at the end of the game. This season, the two teams are fairly evenly matched. SP Plus has the Hoosiers as the 76th ranked team uh, with the 85th ranked offense, 47th ranked defense. Rutgers is 79th ranked, so just a couple spots lower overall. Uh, A worse defense at 98, um, better, or worse offense at 98 a better defense at 39th, marginally better. And I would just say in general, I do not believe Rutgers has played the schedule that the Hoosiers have, even if they are in the same division. I don't think Rutgers has played all of the kind of top teams yet. Regardless, these are two bottom dwellers in the conference. Rutgers still has Penn State and Maryland. IU didn't have a good showing against Maryland, but these are your two bottom dwellers, your cellar dwellers. Uh, Indiana's 2-7 overall, 0-6 in the Big Ten, 4-5. Rutgers, 1-5 in the Big Ten. So it'll be a battle of futility. SP Plus projects this as a IU by 4.4 4 points, 60% win probability, a 26-22 projected score. A little bit about Rutgers. Aaron Cruikshank, who is one of the uh, – probably is the team's top weapon and one of the top receivers in the conference, will be out for the season. He was injured last week on a kickoff return. Uh, Noah Vedrill, quarterback, has been there for – seems like forever. He left the game last week. His status is a little bit up in the air. Um, this is a team that cannot stop the pass. Runs the ball decently well. Has a good punt punter. However, much that will matter. Uh it's I use most winnable games since Western Kentucky. One of the most winnable games, period. The thing I will be watching. Indiana's going to have multiple quarterbacks available for this game. It's unfortunate that this of all week it, all weeks is when uh, the Hoosiers are. Um, going to potentially have Michael Penix and Jack Tuttle back. Tom Allen on his press conference on Thursday, uh, quote, referring to Tuttle and Penix, quote, they're both further along. I would say Jack's probably further along than Michael. The bottom line is we're going to have multiple guys ready to go on Saturday, and we'll see how it works out. Raises an interesting dilemma for the Hoosiers. I believe I've mentioned it a couple times. Donovan McCauley right now is at the limit for how many games he can play and retain his redshirt. You can play four games and still be redshirted. Donovan McCauley has played four games, one of those games being the Michigan State game where he came in, ran the ball twice, and that was the extent of him playing. Theoretically, he could not take another snap this season, save the red shirt, and move on to next season with a wealth of experience without costing uh, himself or the team a year of eligibility. That is going to be a dilemma the Hoosiers have to face. A lot of it will determine just how healthy Tuttle and Penix are, but if they're healthy enough to start, I would be curious if they even try to use Donovan McCauley and some of those packages they did when Tuttle was quarterback against Michigan State. If they try to play, try to save him as much as possible. Because if both Penix and Tuttle are close to being back, you would think as the weeks go along, they're going to get better and better. You need McCauley less and less. So has IU fully given up on the idea of redshirting him? Or is that still something they consider? I earnestly have no idea who's going to be the starting quarterback on Saturday. Last week it sounded like Penix was further along than Tuttle. Now it sounds the the opposite. McCauley is still in there. Uh, anybody's guess who's going to start at quarterback. It's a weird time, but as I said, a lot less pressure on the Hoosiers in this game. Listen, they 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 blew it honestly with this season, but it means that they can kind of head into these final three weeks. Without that scrutiny, that focus, that pressure, hopefully they're able to kind of wipe it away and play more carefree on Saturday. Lastly, on Sunday, the biggest game of the weekend for the Hoosiers is the Big Ten Tournament Final for the men's soccer team. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be an exciting one. It's going to be a rematch with a lot of ramifications. We'll dive into all what all those ramifications are. First, let's talk about Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online has the IU football team as a seven-point favorite. We just mentioned SP Plus was four point four points. That's not even taking into account the uncertainty at the quarterback position. Uh, they're a minus two fifty-five money line over under of forty-two and a half. I believe Rutgers was plus two fifteen on the money line. That's tempting, just because I have no idea what this IU offense is going to look like. I don't know who's going to be playing quarterback. I just don't really have any idea. At, at the very least, I would say take Rutgers plus seven. Might want to flirt with the money line, uh, but I really have no sense of what this football team is going to be. IU basketball is a 23-point favorite. I'm not going to give you any kind of advice betting on the second game of the season, especially after what IU did uh, last week or on Tuesday, I should say um it looked like they were gonna be well on their way to potentially covering that game and then it all just crumbled if you're feeling you're feeling uh feisty feeling feeling dangerous or daring you can go ahead and bet on that one but i'm not going to advise it if either of those games seem tempting to you head on over to bet online where they remain your number one spot for basketball and football action this season Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code locked on to receive that bonus. It's free money they'll give you. You can bet on the IU game on Friday and the uh, football game on Saturday. So, best of both worlds. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Never got around to bringing a built bar in here to show on camera because I ate them all. I uh, I'm ready for my next shipment. Might take a look next week, to see what they have available. If you guys haven't tried them already, you are missing out. Uh, Built Bar says it's a protein bar, doesn't taste like one, not that chalky, waxy, hard to choke down protein bar um, that you guys are accustomed to. This one's covered in 100% chocolate. It's so delicious. Uh, I will just absolutely mowed through those things. Not only are they tasty, though, they are healthy, low carbs, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, high in protein. They're healthy, they're tasty, they're delicious. They have so many flavors. I had the blueberry muffin and the cookies and cream. The former was a limited time flavor that they're releasing every three to four days. There's also coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, uh, salted caramel, double chocolate, cherry barcia. There's so many. Guys, head on over to Built.com. Use that promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at Built.com. Biggest game of the weekend will be the Indiana vs. Penn State men's soccer game at noon on Sunday at University Park in Pennsylvania, also on the Big Ten Network. That'll be your place to be for IU Sports this weekend. It's a Big Ten tournament finale, championship game. It's going to be a doozy. Hoosiers are looking for their fourth straight Big Ten tournament title, something that has never been done in the Big Ten Penn State, meanwhile, is looking for the double of the regular season and tournament titles. That's something the Hoosiers did for three years running before the regular season this year, where they had a few too many slip-ups early on that cost them late. Uh, Penn State won the regular season title. Maryland was second. IU was third. Um, The Hoosiers have had a pair of Interesting games in the tournament so far. Uh, None more exciting than their win over Northwestern uh, on Wednesday. Again, I said it multiple times in Thursday's episode. Go look up that Roman Celentano save sequence. He had a triple save that was absolutely remarkable. One of the best pieces of goalkeeping I've ever seen. Go look that up if you guys haven't seen it already. As is the case with most teams in the Big Ten, IU has dominated this series 35-14-5 all-time versus Penn State. Interestingly, though, the last matchup between these two teams was in the Big Ten Tournament Final in April. Uh, the Hoosiers won on penalties 3-2. That game was in Bloomington. That game was 1-1 before it went to penalties. Bezerra scored uh, for the Hoosiers. Wouldn't be surprised if he does that again. Then this season, the two sides met again in University Park, and the Hoosiers won 1-0. Brandon Hackenberg, yes, that Hackenberg, brother of quarterback Christian, uh, had an own goal in the 75th minute. Off a pretty dangerous cross, Um, the Hoosiers hung on. That was the only goal they needed. Uh, Possibly the marginally better team in that game. It was a really tight game. Uh, We'll see. I think the Hoosiers have probably improved a bit since that game, but that was right in the middle of their kind of strong run of form. The defense is playing at a really high level. Daniel Mooney... Should be back in the lineup, it sounded like. He left that Northwestern game with an injury. Sounded like Yeagley was kind of just being overly cautious. He should be back on Sunday. This is a big one. This is going to be a fun one. Anytime the Hoosiers have a chance at a Big Ten tournament title, you guys should be tuning in. This is a really good IU team that has a national title. Hope still, uh, still has the talent to do so. So tune in. Now's the time to start paying attention to this team as the NCAA tournament is right around the corner. Should be a really fun one on Sunday. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day, especially this week. We'll be back on Monday to try to wrap up all of this stuff. If you guys didn't listen to Thursday's episode, I also previewed the IU women's basketball game on Sunday against Kentucky. You have four chances to see the Hoosiers this weekend across multiple different sports. Really no reason not to tune into some of these games. I'm going to try. We'll see to wrap up all those games on Monday. Uh, If one of them is ugly, I'm probably not even going to acknowledge it that if IU gets blown out by Rutgers, we're going to pretend football doesn't exist. Uh, Now for your second listen today, guys, head on over to the Locked On Big Ten podcast with Nate Dickinson. Get caught up on all the football action before uh, Saturday's games. Thanks for uh, all the feedback, all the conversation you guys help us create. Be sure to leave a rating and review if you haven't already. You can follow us on Twitter. You can subscribe to the podcast. All that fun stuff, but make sure you guys have a terrific Friday, a terrific weekend. Go Hoosiers and L-E-O.